Hello, 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 and welcome back to Crystal Clear, the podcast where clarity is the goal, clarity in life, clarity in choices, and just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal Clear is my affirmation, and welcome to the first episode of 2019. Nigga, we made it. I don't know why, guys. I just really, really wanted to say that, and um, forgive me. But I, I wanted to say it, so I said it. Anyway, how is everyone? How is your 2019 going thus far? So we're we're halfway, if not at least 70% done with this first month, I feel. Yeah, it's 2019. It feels good. It feels good. A lot's gone on this first two, three weeks, yes. But, you know. 2019 feel like it's been here before. You know how we say that about little kids? She been here before. 2019 has been here before, okay? That's what it feels like. It's like it's used to us. We're just not used to it. Okay, well, what's going on with me? Well, you know, I have been laying low. Um, Pretty much just taking it easy, easing myself into the new year, eased myself out of 2018 just really taking it easy you know you know completing my year of ease you you know y'all know how I ended it my goodness lord um I don't want to see it that episode um basically just capped off everything for me basically explaining what I wanted for my 2019 explained what I did not want for my 2019 and you know I feel good I feel really, really good. Um, I tweeted like around Christmas, after Christmas, before New Year's Eve about the recharge I got from spending time with, you know, my mom, my sister, my family in Houston. It just really recentered me and I really needed that. Uh, Sometimes you feel like you're just irritated and frustrated and on edge and then you see people that has known you forever, that can see no wrong in you and you get to hang out with them, embrace them, you know, just spend quality time and you just restore to your normal self. And that's what I feel like I was able to get during the holidays. And, you know, I, I feel really, really, really good. Yes, I do. And I really could not wait to get back here to record and, you know, just lay it all on the line. Lay it all on the line. I don't know what I'm laying on the line. I just, you know, I just wanted to come here. You know, I was doing that thing where I'm pretending I'm talking again. I've been doing that. So it's like, you gotta get on there. Um, I guess my hesitation has been, you know, feeling like I had a few things that, you know, was taking my attention from the podcast and I kind of wanted to get those things squared away so I can kind of come back here and you know post regularly because that's the plan for 2019 to post regularly so if you got 25 episodes last year 
I'm devoting myself to 10 more. No, that's not going to be close to a podcast every week. It's just going to be 10 more than I did last year. Who knows? Who knows what may happen? I might post every week. I might post every other week. I might post more than that. We'll just see how this all pans out. But I am challenging myself to 10 more episodes than last year at the very least. Okay? So that is that. So I feel like I need to introduce myself, um, tell people, newer people, newer listeners a little bit about myself. Um, Basically, this is a podcast that talks about the personal experience. I really can't speak on other people. Because I don't know what your experience is. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you've been through. But I can tell you a lot about myself. And I understand that while we might not be exactly alike, we might have some similarities. And me telling my stories, me talking about what I experienced, me talking about what upsets me, me talking about what makes me happy, me talking about my goals, me talking about my pitfalls, I feel connects me to the listener because I feel there's something about me and my experiences and how I learn from them that helps other people learn as well. I consider myself more of an observer than I do a teacher. I just happen to be able to observe, apply, and talk about it through my application and maybe people can learn from that. Um, I definitely don't want to come off too preachy, but I have been called the podcast preachers preacher. There is definitely times when you're listening to my show, well, I'll get into it. And that is just the way it is for me. Um, ain't much I can do about it. So I don't try to fight it. Um, I just know I don't consider myself a preacher. And, um, you know, this is, this is my release. This is where I get to put it all out there, lay it on the line. <laughs> this is where I get to do that. Um, I I have an inkling that I have coworkers that, you know, listen to my show a time or two. And um, you're not invited here. I, I want to be honest. I want to be completely honest. If you're listening to this show and you work with me, I don't want you here. Uh, frankly, I don't feel like you deserve to know me on this level. We work together. I appreciate what we do at work. I appreciate that we unite together at work and make great things happen. You know, I love you at work. You're my friend at work. I would love to be friendly at work, but this is personal. Now, I understand I have a public podcast, so I can't, you know, block you and keep you from listening. But if you want to know how I feel about you knowing about my show, I wish you would just know about it and keep on going. Reason being, this is personal to me. This is private to me. And when you get like the idea of people who don't know certain things about you, don't know uh, certain things about how you see the world, it's a possibility that even though you have no intentions to um, offend anyone, you just might, Right. So the last thing I want is for somebody to listen to my show and take things that I say on my show and it comes up at work. I don't want to talk about my show. My show is for listeners who don't get to interact with me every day. If you decide to come up to me 
In regards to something I talk about on my show, I'm going to shut you down. I do not want to talk about my show. I don't tell people about my show. This is not something that I do for recognition. This is my release. This is my release. I talk about what's bothering me. I clear my head. Crystal clear turns into different things every episode. Sometimes I want to make myself clear. Sometimes I just want to be transparent. Sometimes I want to explain something clearly. Crystal clear. I've done a lot of work just to be able to, you know, put pictures out, you know, show family. I've done a lot of work. And a part of the reason why it's taken me so long to come back here is because this is important to me. It is important to me. And I don't want anybody with malicious intent to take what I do here and make it a bad thing because I'm going to always have my podcast. Nothing, no one will stand in the way in between me and my podcast. I, Crystal, will have a podcast and I'm not ashamed of a pod, my podcast. I'm not worried about anything that I talk about here. I'm pretty much through and through quality, quality. Okay. You know, like you're not going to find anything vicious or, you know, harmful here. Okay. If you're looking, if you, if you need to find something, I'm sorry, you fell into a pit of balls, a pit of cushions. I'm harmless. Okay. But, you know, even still with me being the type of person that I am, there are people who may find something that they do not like. Okay. And like I'm saying, the right, the main reason I don't want this to be something that people at my job listen to and have something to say about it. Because at the end of the day, no matter what I talk about, no matter who I talk about, no matter if you feel a situation um, is you recall it, you feel like it's recognizable, it might involve you, you know, I want you to understand it ain't about you. Everything I do is about me. If you listen, if, if you listened and you heard some of the older shows, you realize 2018 was my selfish year. I don't care about you. I do not care about you. You do not matter to me. This is harsh. I know it, but I have to make that clear. I have to make that clear. No matter how hard I work at work, no matter what I do at work, at the end of the day, I strip all that off and I come home and I am the best wife and the best mother I could possibly be I get on my show and I talk about things that matter to me you literally do not matter to me when I come here all right let's get into the show every day I live a lesson Every single day. Now I've reached this point in my life to where I feel like it's very wise to communicate when I feel myself on edge. Not because I'm afraid of falling off edge. I just don't want to get out of character because I'm caught caught off guard. Right? So... In the event that I deal with people that I may work with or that I, you know, deal with, hang with, 
I feel like when I feel an irritation, you know, conjuring up about to manifest, I think it's wise at this time in my life, at this stage in my life to communicate so that maybe I can prevent an altercation. I can prevent like um, an exchange of words. I can prevent a fallout. I can prevent, you know, any type of negative reaction. So I decide that it's a good idea to communicate that. Well, anytime you exercise anything new, you have to allow people to adjust to this new thing. So if I've been someone who never spoke up about what bothered me, never spoke up about the smallest of irritations, when you do so, people are taken aback. And I guess, I guess you do not have to give them that, um, give them a grace period. You kind of can just be like, I said what I said and you do do what I said, you know, or, you know, handle it accordingly immediately. But see me understanding that this is new for them because it's new for me. I'm kind of like, all right, I understand this is a lot to take in initially. I'll give you time to adjust, right? So what I'm experiencing is the the exchange being what I said being more or I didn't say everything and there's there is something more behind the message right and it's like no matter how detailed I may be in explaining what's bothering me there's still more behind the message and I get things like oh there's always going to be a problem and it's kind of like, well, you know what? This is this is this thing that I did for so long. I just, you know, where you were like, I'm never going to talk about what bothers me. I'm never going to go to anyone and explain to them what is the problem or what's bothering me or what I would like to avoid in the future. Because I feel like no matter what I say, they hear a complaint, something that's not fixable and I will never be happy opposed to just addressing exactly what it is that I'm telling them is the problem. And I wanted to believe that, you know, Crystal, this is just a negative idea. And if you actually start communicating, you'll experience, you know, you know, people trying to work within the realm of staying in good graces or working well with you or whatever the case may be but as you know as you know especially if you've been somebody who's spoken up on like a frustration or an irritation or just something that doesn't sit well with you something that makes you uncomfortable something that you feel like on the right day at the right time a is going to happen and b is going to blow up you understand (laughs) you know it's like you just see it in the making and if you can prevent it because you don't want to blow up or you don't want to be upset or you don't want to be angry you're just like let me do what I can right so I've I've been doing that and pushback is expected I expect it right and um when I feel myself getting irritated about the pushback that I'm getting because people just they hear they 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 read the situation however it works for them you know, it's like they can't do any wrong. So this person speaking up on whatever issue is just them making up and having issues all the time. And I get that. 
and I and I and I feel myself getting upset about it because you're just like, why can't you just see it from my point of view, you know? But then I thought about it. You know what, Crystal? How many times has someone come to you and explained to you what they were experiencing with you, and you didn't make it more than what it was? And in the middle of finding someone else guilty, I had to accept that I was guilty as well of the same thing. And in this moment, I have the opportunity to learn this lesson. So going forward, when someone does come to me, I can respect what they're telling me and not get angry and assume like this is always going to be an issue because they have this problem and they're saying it's this problem, but it's really this problem. It's being open to communication by accepting what was communicated. You can't think for other people. You can't predict what it really is, even though they're saying what it is. You know, you you just have to go with what you're given when it comes to people. And I, I know like on several occasions, even with my husband, we've had we had talks where he's telling me this is wrong and I'm stuck. I'm hell bent with one idea, one idea like, no, this is wrong. You're saying it's this, but I know it's this. And I feel bad because it's hard to see until you can actually see it until you get like a real time example to help you understand like that is wrong. It is out of line. People are trying to communicate that they're experiencing this thing and you are denying them the truth of their experience because you can't allow them you can't trust what they're telling you you won't accept what they're telling you is their issue you act like you know what the issue is when you don't you may be very wrong so in my moment of being frustrated with someone else I get the opportunity to see a reflection of my own mistakes And understand, you know, they're just being human. They're just struggling with the fact that somebody doesn't experience them the way they feel like they should be experienced. Give them time to adjust. Give them time to grow. Give them time to understand. Now I'm back at square one. Look how far that I okay so i don't feel like i got like a lot of elaborate gifts for christmas but i got a lot of meaningful gifts for christmas like i told my husband it's one thing i wanted it was podcast related and he bought it for me hallelujah but then he did something extra and you know bought something that he hoped i would like and i did he bought me table topics it's um, table topics and it's the do-it-yourself therapy edition so I was like yay thank you so much and I just felt like this would be so good you know something that could you know feed into my show because you know people don't ask questions you listeners you do not ask questions um you comment I appreciate you for that but you do not ask questions you have yet emailed me at crystal clear or the crystal clear 
at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-A-L-C-L-E-A-R at gmail.com. You haven't done that. You haven't emailed me anything, right? That's okay because my husband bought me table topics and it just warmed my heart because I saw how I can incorporate it into my show immediately. Like I just saw stars and I'm like, oh my God. And then he wanted to tease me like, well, I can't tell if you like it or not. Boy, hush. Anyway, so the first question I've pulled from the deck is what do you need to let go from your childhood? And man, what exactly could I pinpoint? Because there's so much to pinpoint. But um, just, I guess the best thing for me to let go from my childhood, I would say, will probably be the negative experience from church. Or just the idea that somebody wasn't doing right by me by allowing me to experience the church the way I experienced the church. Like today, like I remember being upset with my mother because I don't feel like she valued me and my sister sometimes and allowed the church to have a say over too much when dealing with us. But today I can look at that and realize that my mom was doing the best that she could. Like, I know there were times in my life where it felt extremely negative, but today I understand that she was doing her best. And even the church itself, while they cause a lot of damage, (laughs) while there's a lot of anger and misunderstanding that I will probably deal with for the bulk of my life, that they too were doing the best that they could. Now, it's not impressive, and I'm not making excuses for them, but, you know, just because their best, it's hardly enough for you, doesn't mean it's not their best. See, I guess one of the biggest lessons in life is accepting what people give you. I know you would love for it to be a whole lot more, but you got to accept it. Because what it may look like today may not be the complete gift. See, maybe they're just giving you a small portion of the gift. And as you live, It unravels into so much more. So, while it was pain at eight years old, it becomes power once you're 30. Now I'm back at square one. Look how far that I've come. Today's thank you for saying comes from Plato. False words are not only evil in themselves, but they infect the soul with evil. Love is a serious mental illness.
Excellence is not a gift, but a skill that takes practice. We do not act rightly because we are excellent. In fact, we achieve excellence by acting rightly. Those who are able to see beyond the shadows and lies of their culture will never be understood, let alone believed by the masses. Wise men speak because they have something to say. Fools because they have to say something. No evil can happen to a good man, either in life or death. We can easily forgive a child who is afraid of the dark. But the real tragedy of life is when men are afraid of the light. Thank you for saying, Plato. All right, all right, all right. We have reached the end of my first episode of 2019. <sighs> yes, yes, yes. So I thought a lot about what I said in the opening about, you know, possible co-workers listening and them not mattering. And I feel like, yes, that is extremely harsh. And it's still very true. (laughs) I am a mess at best, guys. But hear me out. I don't get to know my coworkers on that level. So why should they get to know me on that level? Just because I have a podcast. I don't talk about my podcast unless I really have a connection with someone. And that's been all of two people. One which doesn't work with me anymore. So... It's just a really thing. It's really important thing for me to keep private and personal because this is personal to me. Even though I might not be saying anything of, you know, that needs to be kept private or I don't have any secrets. This is personal to me, you know, until I'm ready to share it with the world, until I'm ready to go tell everyone. Like there's parts of my family that don't know anything about this show. Like maybe I'll work on that this year. Maybe my focus will be getting myself ready to just tell everyone that deals with me about the show so nobody can come and try to hold over my head because it's absolutely nothing to hold over over my head I would just be frustrated with an individual who tries to use this show as something to hold against me or something because it's like come on have you even listened if you can listen if it's for you because this is not for everybody This is not for everyone, and it's not intended to be for everyone. In fact, I only love my listeners who stumbled across my show and found something that they can enjoy. I'm not looking for them. I'm not running after them. I'm not appeasing them. I just want you to organically be connected to something that I do here. That's it, and that's all. And if you happen to be a coworker, even after I said go away because you don't matter to me, and you think you can listen to this show without engaging me into the, the fact that you listen. Then you can continue on. I just don't want to hear none of my intro music. Because you walked away from your phone. And I do not want to hear any topics. You got to keep listening. Because I've already said on this show. I don't want people whispering around me. If you're going to listen, you got to follow the rules. As soon as you step out of line, I'm shutting you down. And that's never going to change. I'm shutting you down. I'd rather you not. I don't want to talk about my show. Not at work. Okay? All right? Deal? All right, Pickle? 
So, with that being said, don't neglect your dream. Stop denying your truth and have the best week you can. You're going to need it. I'm only your friend at work. And as for everyone else, I love y'all all all the same. Be blessed. (laughs) Bye.